This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. For calling Declare Victory, this is Salasita, who's on the line. Good morning, Hi. this is Lopez. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. This is Monica. Good, Good morning, morning Monica. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Thank you. Good morning, Eva. Happy Wednesday. God's got her back all the time. Amen. Good morning. Good morning, morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. God bless you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good morning, Dee Dee. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. It's Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, sweetie. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. 
happy Wednesday to you as well. Thanks. Thank you. Good morning, Declare Victory. God bless your heart. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. PR. I'm sorry, who's that? PR. Good morning, PR. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valuable. Good morning, DV family. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, it's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling to clear victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good. Felicita. How are you doing? This is Jacqueline. How are you? I'm wonderful. Good morning, Jacqueline. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, indeed. Good morning to you as well. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Clear Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us for the last couple of days in July, where the monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All the declarations will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. There are two announcements today. 
Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you'd like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests from the app. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration will be brought by Dion. And then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. Declaration by Dion. And then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you, will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Tanya. Have a blessed day. Good morning. I just want to make sure you can hear me okay, Valacita. I'm in a different location. Just want to make yes. sure I'm I'm clear. Praise God. Yes, I can hear you. Good morning, you. everybody. We're gonna go right to right into prayer, and just want to remind you one more time to make sure your phones are on mute until uh, we enter into corporate praise. Oh my soul, bless God. From head to toe, I bless your holy name. My oh my soul, my mind, my will, my emotions, I command you to bless God and not to forget one single blessing that you've blessed us with. Thank you, Father, because you forgive our sins, every single one of them. Thank you, Father, because you heal our diseases, every single one of them. Thank you, Father, because you redeem us from hell. You've saved our lives. Thank you because you crown us with love and mercy. A paradise crown is what you give us. You wrap us in goodness, your beauty eternal. You renew our youth. You're always young in the presence of God. God makes everything come out right. He puts victims back on their feet. He showed Moses how he went about his work, opened up his plans to all Israel. God is sheer mercy and grace. He's not easily angered, but he's rich in love. He doesn't endlessly nag and scold, nor does God hold grudges forever. He doesn't treat us as our sin deserves, nor does he pay us back in full for our wrongs. Bless his holy name. 
As high as heaven is over the earth, so strong is his love to those who fear him, who reverence him, who respect him. And as far as sunrise is from sunset, he has separated us from our sins. He doesn't hold them over us. He doesn't remind us of them. He has literally separated us from our sins according to his word. And just as we as parents feel for our children, God feels for those who fear him, who love him, who reverence him, who respect him. He knows us inside out. He keeps in mind that we're made of dirt. Men and women don't live very long like wildflowers. They they spring up and blossom, but a storm snuffs them out just as quickly, leaving nothing to show they were even here. But God's love, God's love is ever and always eternally present to all who fear him making everything right for them and their children as they follow his covenant ways and remember to do whatever he said. God has set his throne in heaven. He He rules over us all. He's the king. There is no other. He is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So, so we bless you, God. And we thank you that your angels are ready and able to fly at your bidding, quick to hear and to do what he says. Bless God, all you armies of angels, alert to respond to whatever he wills, which includes watching over us and guiding us and protecting us. Bless God, all creatures, wherever you are, everything and everyone made by God. And you, oh my soul, bless God. We thank you for your word this morning. Not a bunch of eloquent speech and fancy words. We just thank you, Lord God, for your pure word. We magnify you, oh God, our King. Hallelujah. You are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. We magnify you for your love. We Thank you again, Lord Jesus, that you remind us that your love is as high as and as far as from sunrise to sunset. You remove our sins from us. And if you remove our sins from us, we have no right to bring those things that we've done in the past back up. We don't have a right to do that because you've already removed them. We don't have a right to condemn ourselves because you said who the sun set free is free indeed. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we understand that when condemnation rises, that it rises from the enemy. It is the enemy who causes us to try to think on things that we've done in our past to make us feel guilty, ultimately to distract us from purpose. But God, we thank you that we are alert this morning and we are aware that that is a device from the enemy. And so as of today, we command our souls to no longer um, stew in our sins and in condemnation. We command our souls to be free. We command ourselves to forget about those things that are behind us and to press 
toward the mark. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word that reminded us this morning that you love us unconditionally. That is the ultimate message behind this psalm, which is to let us know that you love us unconditionally, those that fear you, who honor you, who respect you. And so we command our soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, to be at peace, to be at rest, and to thank you for all that you've done. God, we magnify your great name. We lift up our nation to you this morning. We thank you that we have a mind not only to pray for ourselves, but to pray for those that don't even realize that they need prayer. We pray for every political leader from the highest office, to the lowest, God. We thank you, hallelujah, for leaders, not just here in the United States, but throughout this world, who are making decisions about um, the economy, who are making decisions about how waste is disposed of, who are making decisions about caring for the poor and the unfortunate, who are making decisions about um, justice and the laws of the land. God, we pray for those leaders that they do those things that are right and acceptable in your sight. We thank you that your word tells us the heart of the king is in your hands. You cause it to go, their heart, their, their thoughts. You cause their decisions to flow just as you do the rivers. So we don't care what the banker has said. We don't care what the doctor has said. We don't care what the lawmaker has said. We don't care what the judge has said because ultimately you make the final decision, and it's you who cause them, the boss on the job, hallelujah, whoever it is that handles finances, whoever it is that makes the decisions that we have to go to, we thank you that we don't have to worry about it. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we don't have to be stressed out about it because they're not in control. God, you are in control. We thank you that we can rest in that promise. We thank you that we don't have to ask you to be with us because you've already made us clear that you will be closer than a brother. That's your word. That's your promise. We don't have to worry about being lonely. We don't have to worry about being distracted from those thoughts that the enemy makes us, might try to make us feel like no one cares about us or that we're all alone. We are not all alone. Your word tells us that you would be sick closer than a brother. Hallelujah. Your word says that you are not only our God, not only our father, but you are our friend, a friend like no other. So no, we're not alone. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Ah, that promises to heal us from all diseases. Thank you for your word that tells us, according to Psalm 91, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And though a thousand might fall at your side and 10,000 might fall at our right side, and we know that's what's happening with all of the pestilences that have been released, we thank you that we don't have to become victims of those things because of your word, not because of a good thing we've done or a vitamin we've taken or a mask we've worn. It's really because of you. Yes, those are things that we can do. That's the human part that we can do. But, God, ultimately, it's because of you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you heal us of all manner of sickness and diseases. We lift up those that are in the hospitals, those that are in long-term facilities. 
We thank you and lift up those that are caretakers, that are caring for those that are in hospice and um, those that cannot care for themselves. We lift up our children during these summer months, God, as they uh, might get restless. We thank you for community activities and thank you for parents that have the funds to be able to take their children on vacation and involve them in summer camps, God. We praise you and we magnify you for that. We, God, we mess, we lift up those that are frontline workers, our social workers and our doctors and medical staff and those underwriters who have to make decisions about health care claims and all of those things. God, we put it all in your hands and we lift up your people to you. We lift up marriages. We lift up those that want to be married. We lift up those, God, that suffer from mental illness. Hallelujah. We thank you that there isn't anything that you can't heal. God, we magnify you and we praise you. We give you thanks. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. As we take our phones off of mute this morning, God, we give your name praise because you're worthy. God, we give your name praise because you deserve the God, we give your name praise. Hallelujah, we thank you for anointing, destroying, healing, and destroying the bondage. We thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Can we just worship for about 60 seconds? Can we just adore? Yes, God.
We command our soul. We command our soul to bless your name. We command our soul to be Hallelujah. To bless your name. We command our soul, God. According to your word in Psalms 103 and 1, God, we command our souls this morning to bless you because you are good. Your mercy endures forever. God, thank you for being gracious and kind to us. Thank you for being relentless in loving us in spite of ourselves, for knowing us, Father, and loving us still. We command our soul, hallelujah, to bless your high name. Hallelujah. We bless you, Jesus. Ah. Hallelujah. 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 And and so the Lord said, this is a time to just sit in his presence, just for a linger, just to sit in his presence in quiet and let him speak to you. Hallelujah. 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 And the Lord said, that is how you worship. That, for those that have been wondering, it's not always a bunch of words. It is the word, offering God's word back to him, and then sitting at his feet. That is how you worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So happy blessed Wednesday to each of you. To God, be the glory for the things that he has and consistently does. I thank God for his spirit. I thank God for his instruction. I thank God for 
uh, a greater and a deeper revelation of his um, isness, of his I amness, of understanding and knowing that he is. Hallelujah. And he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Good morning to each of you. And happy Wednesday as it is our day set aside for fasting and for uh, prayers and supplications and petitions to be made known unto the Father that he can render uh, judgment. I thank God that he's a just God, that every single thing about him is uh, not always fair, but it is always just. Thank him for his word, which is our refuge, our secret place, our hiding place, our strong tower, our fortress. They that run in, hallelujah, are safe. And I'm grateful this morning uh, that he is El Shaddai, God. I'm grateful this morning. My heart is. Uh, extremely overwhelmed with gratitude. I want to extend the invitation to those of you that may or may not have ever fasted before for those that are intending on fasting today um, to join us in uh, a time of really just connecting with the Father, keeping in mind that fasting is not for him. It is for the body. It's the thing that uh, keeps us in a place and a posture of living a fasted life so that he can get the glory exponentially out of our lives, expeditiously. Uh, The word says on multiple occasions and straightway. Uh, Noah obeyed and straightway, uh, Moses obeyed and straightway, Abraham left Ur. I pray this morning that you get a straightway uh, down on the inside, down in your spirit, that you would desire uh, to commune with the Father in a very different way, outside of religion, outside of the four walls of church, outside of the experience that we have um, on Sundays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, whatever your worship days are, that you would come to know the heart of the Father and the will of the Father, that he would begin to open the scrolls, the things that are written, the epistles that are written of us, and that you would come into agreement with what the heavens are declaring declaring over your life, not just for you, but for the legacy of your children, for those that are connected to you and waiting uh, for you. The earth is groaning with great expectation. I thank God this morning for the Holy Spirit. I thank him for uh, having the refuge of the word uh, as our legal right, as our right of passage into the things Um, that will lead us to the heart of the Father and take us before the throne and uh, give us permission to legislate on behalf of our lives and the lives of those that we are each and every one of us called to, no matter how minimal you may think your contribution is, somebody's life is dependent upon your surrender. Somebody's life is dependent upon your yes. Somebody's life is dependent upon your agreement with what the heavens are declaring of you in this season and in the next. I want you to know personally that I'm excited about your future. 
I'm excited about your future. There is absolutely a word from the Lord this morning. Um, and as as you all know, I am out of town. Um, and originally I, I asked my pastor to share this morning and Holy Spirit said, no, no matter where you are, you have a specific post. I need you to be on that post. So I had to put the people that I'm here doing work for on hold. I said, I got to, I got to do what I got to do uh, for what I'm assigned to this morning. I want you to know how special you are in the eyes of God, the father, uh, his heart is leaning toward you this morning. And so, if you will, super familiar passage of scripture, but uh, I, I listened to it this morning. Uh, I read it. I listened. I listened and I read. I read and I listened some more. Um, but I read and listened. Um, you guys know I love um, Ebonic methods. <laughs> I have a tendency to lean in toward um, practicality and really being able to take the practical word of God, the truth of the word of God, and apply it to your life as soon as you hang up. We all need very practical tools as we are talking about transformation, and we've had so many instances um, during this month's teaching um, that will lean in and yield towards what we're walking into for the next month, which is legislation. The unfortunate part for most believers, especially if you were raised in traditionalism, and again, we all say extremely well-meaning, people can only give you what they have, right? And so for many years, um, the bare bones, the very minimum um, has been handed to us, Um and, and it isn't until you get to a place where what was handed to you just simply isn't enough. Have you ever been any place where uh, they perhaps had a menu? They had something that they had planned or prepared to serve to everyone. And I can give you guys a, a, an example. Uh, yesterday was a very long day. Traveled. I did not sleep from the time that I left California until the time that I got here. And I was literally physically in a building <laughs> working from the time that I got here and worshiping um, until the wee hours of this morning. And on the menu, and, and no, no harm, no foul, no big deal, um, but there was a bunch of really heavy starchy foods, and it was really late at night, and I was like, I can't eat that child, I'm going to die. I don't, I don't want to have high blood pressure. I don't, want to, I don't want heart medication. I don't want diabetes. I don't want any of that. So give me some water. I'll just not eat. It's, it's good. No, no worries. But they can only give me what they had. I wanted some salad. <laughs> They had macaroni and cheese and rice and, I mean, some good old food for another time. But at 12 o'clock at night, child, I can't go to sleep on that. I just, I, I don't, I don't, that's not what my appetite craves. Um, and what you'll notice as time goes on and the more you yield to those moments where um, we, we don't just go through the ritualistic process of, getting on the phone in the morning and um, going through uh, what it takes to, quote, unquote, fulfill an obligation. This is not an obligation to me. It is my honor uh, to bow before the Father. It is my privilege, ah, glory to God, to accept 
expect that he meets me and that I can feel his presence. I would not serve a God that I could not feel in my circumstances. I would not bow before a throne that had absolutely no power to it. And the truth is that we've spent a lot of time um, having been fed what someone else fed them and having accepted that is that's all there is to it that you know I mean I know God is capable but you know probably not for me I know that God is qualified but it probably won't serve uh, me in my purpose I know that uh, we we say we have a God with an endless and a limitless supply but you know I haven't really experienced that in my life and as you start to lean in and you yield to the moments where all he wants to do is be honored with the fact that you are listening for his voice, that you are learning who he is in an expectation that you will become uh, in your mind's eye everything that he already said, everything that you already were, everything that he already expected of you, not because uh, of, of a title or a position, but because of a posture that bends itself before the Father with the expectation that the outcome, that every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. And I'm not talking about just the house and the car and the husband and the two and a half kids and the dog and the white picket fence. I'm talking about the fullness of joy. Talking about a location that has coordinates in the heavens and in the earth, in both realms, in uh, the heavenly of heavenlies. The, the height of your life is not about the things that we acquire or uh, the circumstances under which we find ourselves favored among men, but it's the location that says, what next, Dad? <laughs> Where would you have me to go after this? Should I be quiet right here? Should I move forward in having the confidence and the competence be equipped to not just hear his voice, but to move expeditiously, not seeing the next step, not have no idea what I'm doing in Florida, none. I don't know how I got here with all these dignitaries and folks from all, all different kinds of coasts, and I don't know. But where he sends me, I'll go. And gaining that confidence comes from building a relationship. It comes from being transformed by the renewing of your mind, knowing that I don't have to have all the answers, that I don't have to have all the solutions. All I have to do is have a yes. All I have to do is agree with what the heavens are declaring about me. And then he puts me in these places that make absolutely no sense, none. <laughs> but guess what, y'all? I don't even need it to make sense at this point. Okay, now I'm 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 trying not to. I don't want to be deep. This is this is not this. I want to give you some practical um, processes for walking into the next phase of your life. And I promise you, if I could bottle up um the peace, the level of peace that today um, I get to operate in. And it doesn't mean that everything is perfect. It doesn't mean that I have everything figured out. It doesn't mean that uh, all roads lead to uh, the answer that I thought it should be. But what it does mean is that I am absolutely confident 
that nothing can pluck me out of his hand, not even me. I can't even get in my own way at this point. So here, let's go to the word. Now, the reading is going to be lengthy, but it's so practical and it's so um, simply written out. And I would encourage you, especially if you're new to the faith, if you're, um, if you're getting to a place where religion isn't doing it for you anymore, <laughs> where the traditions of men are absolutely inadequate for you to live, where you are tired of being frustrated, where you're tired of feeling defeated, where you're tired of feeling depleted, where relationships aren't seeming to work, where people are starting to fall off and transition out of your life, I'd encourage you to use the Message Bible, always using it as a comparable tool with the King James Version because it's the greatest translation. And again, this is about practical tools. I would also encourage you to use a tool that has an audible Bible. The Word of God says it like this. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And what you'll notice is the more you hear the Word of God, the more your heart begins to lean in toward the unction of the voice of God. The greater the revelation, the greater the transformation. The greater the revelation, the greater the transformation. And at the end of the day, our goal is to be like him, right? Our goal is to be loving and forgiving and kind and long-suffering and patient and gentle. So we're going to go to Romans, the eighth chapter. Again, a familiar passage of scripture, a little bit of a lengthy reading. My encouragement is that you would go during the course of today's fast and listen to it, meditate on it, listen to it again. Meditate some more. Read a little bit. Read it in small bits and bites because what it will begin to do is start to break off the shackles of that bound mentality, that mentality that says we have to beg God for everything that he's already established for us to walk in liberty. Now, it's, it's a beautiful thing when the prayer coincides with the word. Everything Tanya prayed this morning is what I've been studying since 3 o'clock this morning. So here we go. With the arrival of Jesus the Messiah, that fateful dilemma is resolved. Those who enter into Christ being here for us no longer have to live under a continuous low-lying black cloud. A new power is in operation. The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a faded lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. God went for the juggler when he sent his own son. He didn't deal with the problem as something remote and unimportant. In his son, Jesus, he personally took on the human condition, entered the disorder, mess of struggling humanity in order to set it right once and for all. The law code, weakened as it always was by fractured human nature, could never have done that. The law always ended up used as a band-aid on sin instead of deep healing of it. And now what the law code asked for, but we couldn't deliver, is accomplished as we instead of 
redoubling our own efforts, simply embrace what the Spirit is doing in us. Those who think they can do it on their own end up obsessed with measuring their own moral muscles, but never getting around to exercising it in real life. Those who trust God's actions and then find that God's spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Let me say that again. Those who trust God's actions in them find that God's spirit is in them, living and breathing God. Obsession with self or self-righteousness in these matters is a dead end. Attention to God leads us out of or out into the open, into spacious and free life. Focusing on the self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God, ends up thinking more about self than God. The person ignores who God is and what he is doing, what is currently happening, like right now in this moment. And God isn't pleased at being ignored. Honey, he's not going for it. But if God himself has taken up residence in your life, you can hardly be thinking more of yourself than of him. Anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God, the spirit of Christ, won't know what we're talking about. Let me say that again. <laughs> Anyone, of course, who has not welcomed this invisible but clearly present God, the Spirit of Christ, won't know what we're talking about. But I'm talking to y'all. I'm talking to you victors this morning. I'm talking about the ones who get up every day, day after day at 6 o'clock in the morning and get on this phone. He, he's talking to you this morning. But for you who welcomed him, who welcomed him in, whom he dwells, even though you still experience all the limitations of sin, you yourself experience life on God's terms. It stands to reason, doesn't it, that if the alive and present God, hallelujah, who raised Jesus from the dead, moves into your life, He'll do the same thing in you that he did in Jesus, bringing you alive to himself. Hallelujah. When God lives and breathes in you, he does as surely as he did in Jesus. You are delivered from that dead life. With his spirit living in you, your body will be as alive as Christ. So you don't see that we don't owe this old do-it-yourself life a red print. There's nothing in it for us, nothing at all. The best thing to do is to give it a decent burial and get on with your new life in Christ. God's spirit is beckoning you. There are things to do and places to go. Honey, I am living proof. Hallelujah. This resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave-tending life. It's adventurous. Honey, I don't know what I'm doing in Florida. Do you hear me? It is adventurous and expectant. I'm taking step by step wondering, okay, God, what are you doing right up and through here and what is next? But I need you to know, Pop, I'm with it. What are we doing? Right? What's next, Papa? 
God's spirit touches our spirit and confirms who we really are. We know who he is and we know who we are, father and children. And we know we are going to get what's coming to us, an unbelievable inheritance. We go through exactly what Christ goes through. If we go through the hard times with him, then we're certainly going to go through the good times with him. That's why I don't think there's any comparison between the present hard times and the coming good times. The created world itself can hardly wait for what's coming next. Everything in creation is being more or less held back. God reigns, reigns it in until both creation and all the creatures are ready and can be released at the same moment into the glorious times ahead. Meanwhile, the joyful and uh, the joyful anticipation deepens. Uh, last part. This is twenty-two through twenty-five. All around us, we have observed a pregnant creation. Y'all, I'm carrying. I'm, I'm carrying. I don't know what this next delivery is going to be like, but this is going to be a big one. I'm probably going to need stitches after this. The difficult times of pain throughout the world are simply birthing pain. But it's not only around us. It's within us. The Spirit of God is arousing us within. We're also feeling the birthing pain. These sterile and barren bodies of ours are yearning for full deliverance. That is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging in us, nor us. But the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. I know that was a lot. I know that was a bunch. But again, I say, go back. Read it for yourself. Come to understand that there is something on the inside of you that requires you receiving, simply having the capacity to receive the truth of who you are in Christ. The fact that greater is he, for real, in real life, that is in you than he that is in the world, greater than the law that was established to keep you under a rule-binding citizenship. Well, we are no longer um, held to the conditions of the law, but we have uh, a grace that has been given that Jesus came so that not only we would be free, but that we would understand this adoption system that we would understand that we have been accepted into a royal family, that we are of a royal bloodline, that everything that God has for us is gifted, it is willed, it is betrothed, it is handed to us. And the cold part is all you got to do is show up for the reading of the will. That means show up in your own life. That means all you have to do is pick up the word of God for yourself. Don't wait for somebody to tell you what the word says. And even as you read, begin to ask God for a greater understanding, for real, of the rights that you have, the rights of passage that belong to you, not because of your laborious work, not because of all of the things that you do or are capable of, but the reality is that in an inheritance, you don't labor for what is given to you. 
It's a gift. This righteousness, you can't make yourself righteous. We are righteousness through Christ by grace. There are certain things that that have transpired in each and every one of our lives that uh, if you allow yourself, as Tanya was praying this morning, there is therefore now no condemnation that for real, it's really about a mind shift. It's about a transformation in your thinking, going from the slave mentality to know that we are father and child, and that you can say, okay, dad, what's next? I, I don't know. I, uh-uh. But I'm here for all of it. Wherever you send me, that's where I'm going. Whatever you say do, that's what I'm doing. If you say shut up, I'm shutting up. If you say move forward, I'm going to go ahead and move forward. But that's what happens when you start to give yourself permission to receive the gift of God, which is eternal life, to receive the power of the Holy Spirit that is working on the inside of you, to understand and know that Christ exchanged his life for your freedom, and your freedom is completely up to you. Whether or not you live in it, it, that's on you. It doesn't make sense to be a free slave and operate from a place of bondage. Transforming your mind and having the capacity to receive the truth of who God says you are, not what church to be good, do this. Listen, the best thing my dad could have ever told me is, listen, Dion, you can't be good enough. That's why we need grace. That's why Jesus came. There is nothing you can do to abolish the things that you've done in history. They made you who you are. Your experiences are simply teaching tools. You hear me? Simply teaching tools. That's it. That's all. It is your responsibility to know what this legislative letter that was written to you from the deepest place of love says for your life. It's your responsibility to know and to understand that you have a right to operate from a place of power and prominence, that there are doors that are waiting for you to enter. Your name is being mentioned in places that you've never set foot in. I would have never known that had I not come here and be, hey, Dion, who, what is your name? Honey, I don't even, who are you? How do you even know my name? I'm confused. I don't get it. What am I doing, Jesus? What am I doing here? How did I get here? We've been waiting on you. Have you? I don't even know you. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing here. <laughs> right? And, and all I'm saying is when you get to a place where you take the limits off, where you stop being afraid, where you start giving yourself permission to live in the power of who lives inside of you, You don't even have to use your own efforts. The things that, listen, the things that you have obtained through um, obscurity and hardship and frustration and um, peculiar places, God is going to use all those things that you thought were negative, all those things that you thought were awful. The word says, the, the word of God says that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purposes. That being said, listen, I'm done. I, I have nothing else. That's, that's the end of it. Um, it's my story and I'm sticking to it. And all you have to do is make a decision. 
that he is for you and that everything is working together for your good in real life, that you don't have to war for things that he's already given you. All you have to do is make an active decision that this, the righteous suffers violence, but the violence takes it by force. It's on you, y'all. It's on you. Amen. Uh, now is the time we have set aside for those that may have joined the call a little bit late, didn't have an opportunity to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is prosperous. This is prosperous Pam. Good morning, Pastor Dion and family. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone to call. Happy Wednesday. Great word, powerful word. I needed it so much. God bless. Hey, hey. God bless you. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Pastor Dion. God bless your heart. This is PR. Good morning, PR. Good morning, Mr. Leoman. Your great decoration this morning. Good morning, Mother. Good morning. It's Krishanda. To God be praised. Great declaration. Love you. Covering you in prayer. Thank you so much. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Great word. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Sunshine. Good to hear your voice this morning. Thank you. Good morning. It's Denise. I'm taking the limits off. Break them down, child. Ain't nobody got time for no limits. We got business. Morning, Dion. Love you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Hey, Trace. Good morning. Morning is jubilant. Morning, you. Good morning is beloved Barb. Traveling grace upon you. Good morning, Good morning is Georgia. Great declaration. Great morning, Georgia. Good morning is persistent. Thank hey, you for that needed word. <laughs> Good morning, Diamond in the back. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning, it's Gigi. Hey, who is that? Gigi. Hey, good morning, G. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> Have a blessed day. Hey, man. Um, Tanya, I need you to take over for a moment. I've got to take this phone call. All righty. Good morning. Good morning. Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, Ms. Yvette. Good morning, Yvette. Good morning, Ms. Juanita. Good morning to you. Good morning, it's Destiny. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Good morning, Mommy Good morning, 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 
Anybody else? All right. Well, good morning again to you all. God morning, as E.K. would um, very often say to us. Um, did anyone have or a, a God moment? I know people like to call it aha moments. They are definitely God moments where I got an enlightenment on something. Um, or just want to uh, make a comment on or, or concern, question, anything along those lines. No, everybody's straight. I know they be quiet, huh? They be quiet to me. Oh, go, 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 yes, go, ahead, go ahead. Oh, this is prosperous. I was just it. What there wasn't a well. It was. It's all a God moment. But I just um, agree that um, when Pastor was talking about, um, you know, you can't take someone else's word for it. You know, you have to go and study and that relationship that one-on-one you know um is just so important and i agree with that she said a lot of things but that was one of the things i really i agree on good stuff good stuff was there somebody else that was trying to make a comment too yeah it was rochelle i was just um going to say that romans 8 will definitely knock on your dome it will definitely put you back into a place where you have there is no doubt if you wasn't sure about something, that right there um, just seals the deal. It's confirmation. So, yeah, great share from Dion. Awesome stuff. Awesome, awesome. Anyone else? I'm engaged. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Oh, yes, man, God, I am thanking God and praising God. Uh, I'm moving. I'm moving out of that phase of where uh, complaining and what I don't know, and I'm reading his word, and he is moving in my life, and, and I'm getting closer to God, and, and, and my worship and my praise is shifting the atmosphere, and I just thank God and give him the honor and the glory, thank you, Jesus, that I don't have to worry about where I'm at. He knows where I'm at. What he has for me, he has for me, and thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hey, hey, hey. Glory to your name, Jesus, and he's moving. Thank you. Amen. Amen, Sister Lisa. Anybody else? You know, I I think for me, um, understanding that we live this life on God's terms, not ours. And the unfortunate things about us in America with all this um, – <laughs> Freedom. Well, we know we have freedom in Christ Jesus, um, but but we are such an individualistic society. That's how we're. That's how that's that's our culture. Uh, to think about us first. Um, to think about what is best for me. Um, what is best for? How can I get ahead? How can I do this? How can I? And so it 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 makes it. It's good to be independent to a degree. It's in, It's good to be. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to sound like I'm being unstable, but I'm not. I want. I hope you hear what I'm saying. It's good to be self-sufficient to a degree, in that, in that you're not depending on other people, um, but we totally depend on God. And for me personally, I don't know about anybody else, that 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 has been a struggle for me. 
um, because I'm so used to doing things myself. I'm so used to, I'm so used to doing things for others and just relaxing in the fact that, you know, that, that God is in control. I know that. I know that by theory. Um, but I want to, it's, it's, I want it to be completely who I am. Sometimes I hit and miss. I got to admit, sometimes I hit and miss with, you know, feeling like I need to do this, that, or the other, instead of saying, God, what, what, what are we doing next? What, what do you want me to do next? And ensuring that I'm including him in my decision-making processes. Not necessarily what toothpaste I should use, but, you know, in decision-making processes ahead of time, as opposed to after I make a decision and then expecting God, <laughs> expecting God to, you know, make everything clear and, you know, sanction it and all this stuff. Well, he's done already done it. Any, any Anybody else felt like that or anybody else had a challenge with that? Praise God. This is Monica. Yes, I agree with what you said. I've had some struggles where I just, I wanted to do it, but because I thought I needed to see it done before, it just, like, am I weird? Am I tripping? You know, just not trusting that whole process because I thought that what I needed to be doing should, you know, somebody else, I should have been able to see the example. Not knowing that God, when he's asking you to do something, it doesn't necessarily mean somebody else is doing it. It could have just been your assignment, you know. So I thank you for the confirmation. This is really giving me some confirmation. So the declaration in your share has really blessed me. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. That's what it's all about. Anybody else? Dion, you back? Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, I was still stuck in worship. Like, seriously, that worship is, whew, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, so necessary. So much she shared just with my heart right now because she did talk about, um, like, how there's a shift going on, and it's been going on in my life for, like, the last year, I would say, where people are just getting plucked. Like, people that I was really close to, I no longer communicate. And I'm talking about people from 50 years ago. And so God is letting me know there's transformation that's ongoing because of some things that I still need to do. There's some things that were so painful, but it was to get my attention. So in this season of transformation, I know there's more for me. And I need to really yield to hear him so that I'm not schizophrenic, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like, did God say that or is that, you know, and to really tear that word down. For myself, I was so glad when Beyonce said she listened to it, she read it, because that's what we have to do, really get in the Word so that we know it's him. It's not what man said. It's what God, it's what God said for us. So I'm just grateful. Can somebody oh, hear God. Right. Oh, I thought that was you, Dee Dee. <laughs> no, I'm being still. I'm outside in the, by the playground with the acorns. But I just needed to, to just, like I said, that, that, that separation, isolation part is what I'm going through. But I get it now. Because at first, I was getting my feelings. I was like, well, I ain't really, I'm really kind of by myself. But that's where God, I think God needs me to be there. Not I think I know. So that I can really get closer to him because I know my assignment and I know what I'm supposed to be doing. So thank you, sis. I love you. And safe travels. I see a butterfly in the future. Oh, I'm going to go on mute. Forget her. Oh, blessing. Hey, hey, hey. Excuse me, sorry. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, sis. Um, and I, I won't be able to stay super long, but anybody else have any questions? Thank you all for your participation. Questions, comments, commentary, anyone? Oh, Tanya, they want to talk to you. They don't want to talk to me, so I'm going to shut up. Then. <laughs> you ain't tricking me. <laughs> I, I like I like also <laughs> Pastor, I really liked also when you were you said uh about um you know I can never be good enough for the Lord. I think you said your father taught you this, but um I can never be good enough. I can never be perfect enough. Um that's why I need the Lord. That's why I need him so and I'm so thankful that I have a God, a father God like that that just loves me in spite of what I think if I'm not you know, doing doing enough or feel like I'm doing enough. Um, hope that makes sense. Makes complete sense, honey. And the moment you learn that you can't be good enough, you stop trying and you start trusting him and building a relationship with him. And then you don't got to worry about none of that. You can just be. Child, I, I'm not, I, there's nothing perfect about me. As soon as I get perfect, stop talking to me. Don't be my friend no more. That means I'm super self-righteous, disrespect, uh-uh, nobody living like that. Hallelujah. Anybody else, questions, comments, commentary? Well, for real, y'all going to give me silent treatment? That's some cold game. All that crying I did this morning, I didn't do nothing. Well, Jesus. <laughs> Hey, D, it'd be harsh, but guess what? The confirmation what? come from him. That silence is something else. But the it, confirmation. It and I don't mind. <laughs> Hear me, I don't mind. I'm just giving y'all a hard time. Well, it, it's fine. We get it. We get right. silence and cool around here. Right. You know that confirmation comes from him. And that um, I was just telling Tanya when you were off that, that Romans 8 will definitely knock on your dome if you didn't know now you know so just in case you said you have an excuse but you're not excused because he right there in romans 8 it tells you nothing nothing absolutely nothing separates you so great 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 here love you sis well i'm just glad that i'm here i just joined at seven o'clock i'm I, i'm trying to get up and start my day but I just um, logged in at 7 o'clock, and I'm just listening, and I it's about transformation. So this is transforming for me is to get on as early and wake up and just be here and just be. You know, I just, I love it. So that's all I can say right now, and I'm glad that. What's your name, us. babe? I'm sorry. What's, what's your uh, name? I didn't hear you. My name is Danette. Danette. My name well, is Danette, yes. We we welcome you. I praise God for you this morning. My encouragement would be for you to um, go back and listen to the replay. This is I don't I don't really encourage people to go back and listen to the replay. If you listen to it, great. If you don't, that's fine. But this was okay. one of those moments where Holy Spirit lingered, and I believe that if you go back and listen, it will not only bless you, but it will encourage you to keep coming. Um, transformation is a process, and we need people. When God wants to get something to you, he sends you a person. 
And if I might say so myself, I thank God for the clear victory more than I have words for. Um, and it, it doesn't have anything to do with me. If I never, ever in my life called into this phone number again, because of how God has established it, it will still be here for your uh, consumption. And I'm blessed by a whole bunch of transparent, free-spirited, liberated people in the spirit who have, we have no judgment or condemnation. We grow together. And so I just want to encourage you to keep coming back, and we welcome you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Welcome, Danette. Hey. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Dan, you were going to say, I, I just, real quick, I wanted to mm-hmm. also encourage you guys. Um, my prayer this morning was from Psalm 103. And so for those that are fasting or even if you're not fasting, I want to encourage you in addition to reading what um, Dion shared, this is Romans 8, I want to encourage you to also read Romans 103. I think it is Absolutely Rome, essential. Rome, what? 103. Psalm. Psalm. Uh, no, excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Psalm. Psalm. The scripture. Yes. Psalms 103. In addition to the reading that you suggested um, mm-hmm. that they they read, I want to um, just ask that you guys also consider reading that too. Um, I think it is so essential for us to understand God's love, not his condemnation, or looking to see if we've done things wrong or punishment. God's love. God's love. Um, and the fact that he doesn't hold our sins over us. Um, that 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 is so liberating. That is so liberating. It, I think that's one of the very first steps, in my opinion, towards transformation is understanding his love. It's not a mistake. It's not a hit and miss. Like he really, he that's he really wants us to get that. Like that's been a theme of mine for the last maybe two, three weeks or so. Just really focusing on his love and understanding we cannot out sin his the 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 grace that he extends for us. That's it. You cannot outsend his grace. And I'm not, we ain't saying go be raggedy and ratchet. That's not what we're saying. Because after a while, when you start to understand his love, can I tell you a secret? You just kind of love him back. Like real talk, it, it's understanding that you are a child of the most gracious, most amazing father. There's a liberation that happens in your heart that I don't have words for. It's some stuff I'm not interested in. I ain't doing that. And not because I'm going to get, he's going to kill me and he's going to send me to hell. That's not, that ain't what it is. He is not anxious to send anybody to hell. He not, he not, that ain't fun to him. He don't, he said, I would that none would perish. N-O-N-E, none, none of us. Hey, it's Krishanda. Um, I, of course, love your declaration and love you so much. Praise be to God. Um, what I, um, one, what's one thing that you said that stood out for me was live in the power of He who lives inside of you. Live in the power of He who lives inside of you. 
God bless you. I love you too, first and foremost. <laughs> and um, and once you understand how powerful you really are, with an effortless idea of the truth of the fact that Holy Spirit lives inside of you, for real. When you don't know the answer, I'm telling you, it's like the answers come out of the, you're like, whoa, how come I haven't been living like this? I'm just mad it took me so long. (laughs) Yes, yes. That's all. Praise the Lord. Good morning, saints. This is Sister Sharpie. Praise the Lord. I am wonderfully blessed. I am on top and rising. I praise God for everything that he is doing. Um, Good morning, and thank you for your declaration. I didn't hear all of it. I jumped on about 20 minutes ago. But I do have a scripture. May I share it? Please. Isaiah 60, the blessings of God's glory. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Hallelujah. I just want to thank and praise God for this revival, for repairing, or excuse me, for preparing me for revival Um, for this new thing that he is doing and transforming my life. Um, He has taken away alcohol from me. It's been about two months. It's been about two months. Yes, he is doing a new thing. And when I tell you, when I tell you, honey, he is doing a new thing, I have never experienced God's glory as such as I am now. I thank God for raising up his people, his army for such a time as this. I thank God for you. I thank God for declare victory. I thank God for his true saints. I thank God for the fivefold ministry. I thank God for the true prophets and the true apostles that he sent my way to give me a word from him. But I also thank God for the Holy Spirit, which resides in us and leads us and guides us into all truth for our our. So I just want to thank and praise God for what he is doing, for who he is, and for what he is about to do. God is doing, um, he's on a move, y'all. If y'all want to see the glory of God, y'all better jump on it and ask him. He'll show you. So I thank and praise God for this revival that's about to break out here. It already has broke out here in Sacramento, but Tamara Bennett is a pastor here, and she's having a revival this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday here in South Sacramento. Um, pray for the saints. Pray for what God is doing. Once again, I thank God for this washing, this purging, this cleansing, and purging me in his hyssop. I love y'all. Uh, pray for me uh, and my strength the Lord. And, and be, one thing before I go, what I say, uh, before you want to talk to me, please call Jesus. Before you want to talk to me, please call Jesus, because Jesus is the answer, and he has all the answers. Hello. Have a blessed day, y'all. Yay. Hallelujah. That's the praise right there. Thank you. Hallelujah. That's the praise right there. Hallelujah. 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 
this is Pentecost, it stands for, and it's um, Pastor Tamara Bennett. Thank you. T-I-P, Tip Ministry, praise the Lord. My pleasure. You're welcome. Okay, is there anybody else who has a comment um, or a question, praise report? If not, we're going to give you some time back. Good morning, Tan. This is I heard pretty two people. Good morning. Okay. I heard pretty yeah. and I heard one person before that. It was it was Christina Joy. My voice sounds a little okay. different right now. But it's me. Um, I got next. Okay, so and we're gonna do I'll Christina circle this morning. Let's do this order. Christina, then pretty, and then Eric. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, no, wait, um, I'm sorry. Did you say, hold on, I'm sorry. You just had a question, Pretty, about Archer Circle. Is that what you said? That's it. I don't know. Is it that's who's it. over? Just Ar- the login information. It's this evening at 7 p.m., every Wednesday at 7 via Zoom. Same number, um, just via Zoom, 7 okay. p.m. Thank you, Rochelle. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Go, go ahead, Christina, and then Eric. Okay. Um all I was going to say is um, how fitting Romans 8, because um, when you, there's some scriptures in there that, that really tie into us being sons of God, um, Romans 8 and 14, um, Romans 15, um, because God did not give us a spirit to make us fearful slaves, but um, when we received his spirit, he adopted us um, as his own children. Or you, in the Greek, you received the spirit of sonship. Um, and then in verse 17, in fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. Um, so when you understand the three levels and the three realms of the supernatural, being faith, anointing, and glory, and you understand mm, that glory of God, is something that is your divine inheritance. It is something that you can go to your father and ask to feel the presence of, to feel the carrying of, to feel the shifting in atmospheres. Um, as we are closing up the month of transformation, um, transformation of not only who you are, but transformation of your atmosphere that you carry. So I just, I just wanted to encourage everybody to not be afraid of of experiencing the glory of God because it is part of your divine inheritance as a, the son of God, as a child of God. That's all I can. Okay, and before Eric um before Eric um speaks, I just want to say to those people that might be new to the faith that don't that they may not understand why we may some say something like in the Greek it is the word is this or in Hebrew the word is that. Um, the reason for that is because originally the Bible was written in Hebrew and Greek, Old Testament, Hebrew, New Testament, predominantly Greek. And so some of the words in translating the scriptures from Greek and Hebrew into English, some of the words may be um, translated differently or they may have a different meaning because it's in English. And so that's why we bring that term up, and you would understand that. Christina is able to say, give that point, make that point because of the study that she's done. So it's great to read the Word of God, 
but we must also study the word of God. That's that's the word. Study um, to show thyself a workman that needeth not be ashamed, right? So you can adequately um, explain the word of God. You can adequately read it. So I just wanted to add that tidbit. Go ahead, Eric. Hey, big sis. I, I I just wanted to comment on on your uh, on your uh, previous comment. You were giving your opinion, and um, uh, and I hopefully I'm 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 getting this right. Hopefully by spirit, but I wanted to back that up and saying it's not just your opinions; it's by um, the word of God. And so, um, even though we taught on Romans eight. Uh, Spirit led me to go a couple of chapters earlier. What you were talking about how, how how God loves us and how 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 we have this relationship with God and we don't have to worry about you know even though we sometimes do things ourselves, but our relationship with God. And I went to, and the Spirit led me to uh, Romans chapter five, and I'm not going to quote the whole chapter. But just a couple verses, uh, Romans 5, verses 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, which which my little sister Dion said, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Therefore, being justified by faith, we believers have peace, have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom, in whom is Jesus Christ, also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And not only we stand, but we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And I wanted to move on down to eight. And this is concerning your your your, your opinion. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet while we were yet enemies of Christ, while we were yet unchurched, while we yet didn't know anything about Jesus, Romans 8, 5, 8 says, but God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood, Christ's blood who was shed on Calvary, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled or brought back into a right relationship to God by the death of his son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our love, Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. And I just thought about that when you were talking and how um, you gave your testimony and I, I I thought about mine too. I know I've I, I received a lot of gifts of God, and 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 
in my early adult life. I thought I could do it all. I thought I didn't really need Jesus. I thought I really needed prayer. I thought I really didn't need to surrender. All I had to do is rely on my gift. But when storms came, when trials came, and the devil began to beset my mind, like, you ain't really this, you ain't really that, you know it was these verses that really gave me comfort in, in knowing that we have a father. <laughs> I didn't have a natural father growing up, but I understand I have a heavenly father that loves me in spite of myself. It's not going to condemn me because I am his child. That's not going to say, listen, because you fell, you know, I'm going to abandon you. But to right. understand Amen. that God also knows that, listen, through all of our trials and the tribulations, through all of our failures, he still continues to love us. We do not Absolutely. stop being his children. Right. But as believers, we can have the insurance that we had yeah. that peace because he died yep. for us when we didn't even know him, and so Absolutely. that was that was my answer to you to uh, to your thing, and it just brought me to wonderful declaration, uh, Sister Dion, uh, and I just want to put that out there. And so what what you just did was confirm what I was talking about about God's love. It's so deep and so wide and so vast that I will. Guys, we'll never understand it because that's not how our brain is meant um, to comprehend. And the good thing is, is that we don't we don't have to fully understand it. All we have to do is embrace it. So thank you for that. Is there anybody else before we go? Going once, going twice. All right, you guys. We're going to give you some time back um, today, but before um, before I close out, I'm just going to pray for us all. Um, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for everything that we heard today. We thank you for your love towards us. We thank you um, just for the time that we spent in your presence this morning. And I just ask God for those that are fasting today that, that you'll blow their minds. I don't mean that just fasting from things, but that making a decision to push their plate back and their favorite entertainment and giving that extra time to you, whether it is praying or reading or singing or meditating or studying, however you lead them, Father, and that at the core of their prayer today, it will be understanding your purpose for their life and what steps you want them to take next. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you would protect us as we go out in the marketplace, protect our children, our families, our our property, and all of those things, God. Bless us to get home safely. Help us to be the light, not to bury it, but to be the light today that somebody is looking for. Help us to be an inspiration of hope to people that have given up. Help us not to give in to self and road rage or or, or flying off the handle with somebody else. Help us to exemplify um, your peace because you are the Prince of Peace. You are the hope of glory, and we magnify you and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Everybody, ha- go make today great. Make today great. Make somebody smile. 
All right. Love y'all. Bye. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone.